Grab a drink and get comfortable because the real hooligans are about to drop some movie knowledge on your ass. And now, here's Tim and David. All right, hooligans, welcome back. Cobra Kai. You're the best around. <laughs> oh, David. Well, it has been a cruel summer, hasn't it? It has. Not one to remember. No, it really hasn't. I saw a commercial the other day that was like, summer may be coming to an end. I was like, when the fuck was summer here? What? Right. Uh, anyways, all right. So today's episode is Cobra Kai. Welcome back, David. Thanks for having me back, Tim. Yeah, David Kane's here. I'm Tim English. Um, so this is Real Hooligans, and we're going to talk about Cobra Kai today. Just came out on Netflix a couple weeks ago, last week, whatever, whatever this is, whenever you hear this, recently. Seasons one and two. Yeah, it was on YouTube. Netflix picked it up, and we'll, we'll get new Cobra Kai in the spring. Right. So before we get into that, before we get into Cobra Kai, and so hopefully you've seen Karate Kid and Karate Kid. At least Karate Kid. You need to at least have seen the first movie to truly appreciate the show, right? I would say, yeah. You don't need to have seen the second one. It helps. There's some there's they'll some good references in there. Yeah. <laughs> they'll yeah. definitely show you some scenes, but um Yeah. So anyways, before we get into that. What's going on? What's what's happening in the world, Tim? Well, we've had some new movies recently. We 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 talked about Bill and Ted. Tenet came out. Yeah, you went and saw it. I have not seen it yet. Yeah, I haven't seen or I've seen it, and but it's like a, have I seen it? I mean. Yeah, it's Nolan. Christopher Nolan has become the master of. What cr- the fuck? Creating just a nonsensical movie and passing it off as genius. Because he's a great filmmaker. Yeah. And most of the time, he's a really good storyteller. Mm-hmm. I, but. And I will say that I, with Tenet, the best thing I could say is, I always knew what they were, the characters were doing, but I didn't always understand what was going on. Sure. That sounds very Nolan-esque. It is. And the frustrating thing is, is a problem I had with Interstellar when I saw it in theaters, and that's one of my favorites of his, you know, upon rewatching. Sure. Um, is, is the sound. is Sometimes it's, you know, too loud over dialogue that's crucial dialogue. You know, it's just like I, I need to understand what's going on in the scene right now. And Nolan kind of has this. It's like he doesn't care if you get it as long as you get the gist of what's happening. It's not like you understand it any better anyway. Right. So and it, it, for me, that's frustrating. It's just like, well, you can't just say this movie's really smart, so it's good. It's like, well, I mean, I liked the characters, but I didn't really care about any of them. Like, any one of them could have gotten shot at any point. I would have been like, well, there's other characters. Right. <laughs> I mean, right. you know, I mean, you know, there there was just like zero, which is a problem I had with Dunkirk. I didn't feel emotionally connected to any of those characters. The way I did with, you know, Inception, uh, Memento, Interstellar, you know, th- those movies of his, even Batman, you're, you're emotionally connected because you're just invested in Batman as a character. Sure. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, there's much more to Batman. Yeah, you're already involved, you know, and yeah. in, in that he brought an interesting Batman. You're, you're, you're on the... So, anyways, brief memento. 
Nolan's no, no too smart for me. I, I, my, my thing is, like, if you want to go sit in a movie theater right now and you're, you've been waiting for Tenet, by all means, go see it because there's amazing action in it. Sure. You know, I mean, it's it's fun to watch at times. I mean, there's some crazy shit that goes on that you're just like, wow. He that, always that delivers was, That was pretty visuals. fucking cool. That was pretty, you know, but then there's times where you're just like, I really don't understand what they're doing. It's something about time travel. It's like technology in the future, like way future. Dip led into the that it doesn't matter. I could literally sure. tell you everything that happened in this movie. <laughs> it wouldn't ruin it. It didn't matter. Um, but go see it. I mean, it's it's Nolan. I mean, but I personally want to see it when I can read subtitles. Okay. It'll be out soon enough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. Whatever score I would give it, three and a half out of five. Okay. Middle of the pack, Nolan. Okay. What else? Speaking of Batman, let's talk about Batman and the coronavirus. <laughs> um, yeah. Batman. Corona's too strong for Batman. First of all, Corona has not been kind to the making of the Batman. <clears throat> not at all. Which looks awesome. That trailer which we, was amazing. Which we were together when we first saw that. And I mean, I don't know. You play Nirvana, and I, I like the, the I like the angle they're taking with this story. Sure, early, early Batman, early Batman. The Riddler, at least we assume it's the Riddler. Sure, it is, is. killing politicians, tying it to Batman somehow. Mysterious letters and cards left yeah. for him at scenes of crimes. We get a lot of interesting images of Captain Gordon. Not quite commissioner. Not yet. Still early. Played by Jeffrey Wright, who I always like him. Sure. Um, Catwoman is in there, played by Zoe Kravitz. Blink and you'll miss him. Yeah. Uh, Penguin. Penguin. Colin. The Colin Farrell. Thank you, Colin. I was like, no, nah, I'm fucking forgetting his name. But yeah, he has like a line of dialogue and a couple of close-ups. And yeah. Jesus Christ would not have known. Does not look like him. It was him at all. And that dude's a good actor. Sure. You know? We like him. Um, so yeah. But honestly, it's Batman that steals the show. Suit looks cool. Everybody was, you know, quite... We question Robert Pattinson's casting in the way we question Ben Affleck's casting. It's like it was so controversial. It was like, can it work? Because people are going to be like, oh, the fucking guy from Twilight. You know, with the, it being the way people yeah. are like, oh, not fucking Ben Affleck. I mean, you know, you, the way you were. I was. Absolutely. And people had that the same reaction. Oh, the fucking glittery vampire guy. Yes. And it's just like, let's all just remember that. Robert Pattinson hated Twilight just as much as all of us. He didn't hate cashing that paycheck. No, he he didn't, but he tried to get out of that contract sure. after every single movie. Um, my problem with Pattinson at the time was all I know of you is Twilight. Right. I don't... I'm, and because of Twilight, I have what not about sought... about Harry Potter? I haven't sought... Yay! My boy! <laughs> my boy! <laughs> That scene well, still cracks me up every goddamn time I watch that movie. <laughs> That's my boy. I love it. I love it. Okay, so, uh, but my problem being, Twilight was my first exposure to him, and 
after Twilight. I, I mean, I saw you in Twilight. Why am I seeking out anything that you're doing since then? Um, so I really didn't. I put in zero effort to see anything. You know, and then along comes The Lighthouse. Did you see that? Yeah. Oh, Willem yeah. Dafoe. I mean, come on. That was... He did a fine bit of acting in that. Yeah. Um, from what I can tell from most reviews in Tenet, he was... He's, he's pretty strong. Yeah. Um, so, okay. That that gives me... And then seeing the trailer, I'm like, okay. Fantastic. I appreciate because the costume kind of had... I've seen pictures where it looks cool and pictures where it... Out of context, yeah. you know, for what it's going to look like in the movie, doesn't look cool. You know, so... Sure. But on his reveal, you know, where it cuts to him, where he's like, is this familiar to you? He holds up the the Riddler card for him. It cuts to Batman at the crime scene in a, in an interesting way, showing him working with the police and yeah. not just lurking in the shadows, you know, the way he is. No, he's front and present. Yeah. yeah. He's, they've called, they've called in the Batman. Yeah. Cause I mean, there's this card is for him. It's all about you. And man. you get a nice reveal of Pattinson. He's got a nice jawline and you know, it, it's a different take on the suit, but it looks good. I like it, it. it looked good on. It on, looks on. like it fits everything else that's going on. I like the in Batmobile. Man, isn't it nice? I do. I like that it looks like he took a he, car and souped it up. He put it in his garage and shut the door and opened it again, and it was the Batmobile. Because I was always like, who the fuck is Michael Keaton making this Batmobile? Yeah, where, where are you where, having where, that? Why are you being so over the top with it? Yeah. So it had big fins, and it was like, what? Nolan's <laughs> Batmobile is the only one that made any sense. Yeah, it was the technical vehicle, tactical vehicle yes. that he repurposed. Yes. Yeah, it made sense. None of the others have any reasonable explanation for how and why they I exist. will tell you this. Having been in a room with all of those Batmobiles mm-hmm. when we toured the Warner Brothers studio, that one from Batman versus Superman is pretty fucking badass. Yeah. I mean, it's, that's what, I mean, cause that was one that I was like, Ugh, the one with the machine guns. Yes. <laughs> but when I saw in person, I was like, God damn, this is kind of kick ass. Like, I mean, they're all cool in person, but yeah. Kick ass for just a military grade, cool vehicle. Yeah. Not so kick ass for the Batmobile. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the, the, this looks cool. It's, you know, a car that he I'm just, down. yeah, I'm in, I'm all in for, for Batman. And, I, I am laughing at everybody who's scoffing at the emo Batman shots of him with the eye makeup. Yeah. And it's like, so in all of your nitpicky bullshit, nobody ever noticed how he would literally be wearing the mask one second and you could see his eyes with eye black and then he could peel that fucking thing off and not have it there. Yeah. No, nobody's nitpicking this shit, no. but yet you're going to call him emo Batman. First of all, He's been emo Batman. He's been a fucking emo dude. So, moping That's around about Batman. his parents with fucking yeah. bats wearing black. Are you fucking kidding me? Yeah. <laughs> He's like king Seriously. fucking emo. Um, but I appreciate the, the realism they're going for. Sure. I'll and like, yeah. I, I will tell you that I love even the close of that trailer where he's talking to the Riddler. We're assuming he's talking to the Riddler. Yes. <clears throat> and Do you have a he, part to play in this as yeah, well. Yeah. And he's, you know... He, and Batman responds with, "What you know? How am I involved? Or you know, what what do I have to do with it?" And he's like, "You'll find out." But even just in that moment, like I think we've probably heard a Bruce that sounded more vulnerable 
Yes. Than probably we've ever seen depicted on screen. Unstable. So, I mean, I, I love the, the signing of Matt Reeves. I mean, I know we did yeah. a couple of shows where he was like in, and then he pulled himself out, and then I think they talked him back in, and it probably had a lot to do with him just being like, look, I think Ben Affleck's great. I don't want to make a fucking Ben Affleck. I want to make my own thing. And it probably was his telling him that these movies don't all have to be connected. Yeah. You proved that with Joker. And it plays into what you and I have talked about, about how you can have, which it sounds like this might continue, Snyder's universe yeah. with this Justice League team. Okay. Sure. Played by the same Wonder Woman who isn't necessarily connected to that. And then you have this Batman that isn't connected to any of it, from what we can tell. He's in his own universe. And that Wonder Woman at some point, Patty Jenkins has said that she's not afraid to use her own Batman if she wanted. Fantastic. So, and I think that's what they need to do. They don't need to have a Marvel Cinematic Universe. No. They don't need to do that. Split this up and just make the stories that you love from each of these characters. Tell good stories. Yeah, and there are plenty of good stories in in DC's catalog. You are not short on fun things that you can do with all of these characters. If you went that route, there's so many more characters that you could uh, work into some of these stories that just randomly show up in, you know, other stories. Yeah. Absolutely. Do that. Do that. Don't be Marvel. Well, hopefully it comes out on time, because right now it's shut down because of coronavirus. Yeah. And can I just point out that um, everybody likes to be like, be like Batman and wear a mask, but Batman doesn't wear his mask right, and that's no. why he got coronavirus. He has it. Stay away from it. But then we can, you know, kind of sidestep this into The Rock announcing he got the coronavirus. Yeah. Because you know what? Of Black, course he did. Black Adam got it. Oh, my God. Of course. Nothing big can happen without The Rock going, hey, I want in on this. Yeah, yeah. How could- Me and my whole family got it. And, I mean, obviously, I'm saying this with a lot of jest. Certainly. You know, I mean... We wish know. The Rock all the best. I, absolutely. I hope they all get... You know, everybody's healthy, and I hope they recover. He's got young right. kids. He's got, that's, that's never so good. So I'm sure they'll be fine. You know, and that's that's fine. And, yes. But it's just like when I heard it, my first reaction, it's like, of course. Because, you know, he's like, oh, man, everybody's talking about coronavirus. Everybody's making these videos saying, I got corona. And if Tom I, Hanks can get it, I, I, need, I need to, to do have it. it. The Rock needs corona. The Rock versus corona. You, th- you think he'll remake Outbreak now? I just, I'm sorry. I just, I love the guy. And I, the guy also just drives me nuts. Because Black Adam, yeah, it's just like, I'm sorry. I don't, it's going to be the Rock versus Sweet. Oh, I actually had a better idea than making him Black Adam. Can we get a movie that's like, the Rock is like doing like a wrestling promotion and a supervillain like secretly dopes him up with like a alien steroid or something. And he freaks out and goes on a rampage. So like regular steroids. And Superman has to stop him. Can we just have The Rock versus Superman and not call him Black Adam? I guess that's where I'm going with this. You just don't want Black Adam. No, no, I don't think I don't have a problem with the character Black Adam. It's it's The Rock playing Black Adam. It's it's The Rock because he's the Rock. He's his own superhero. <laughs> and, and I just like egging you on here, Tim. That's all I'm doing. Well, we got to get to Cobra Kai, so let's stop talking about it. Okay, Cobra Kai, Karate Kid. Yeah. 
1984. Where'd you see it? Um, I saw it at Olathe 8. Where was that? Over on, it was on Santa Fe and uh, Merlin. Um, eight theaters. It's now a laser tag place. Okay, yeah. I was trying uh, to figure out where what was there now. Okay, uh, I know what you're talking about. Yes, uh, it was great. I remember I when they so many there. wonderful movies there yeah. um, when I was a kid. Um, but yeah, uh, me and my dad and my older brother went to see Karate Kid. I saw it at Bannister Mall. Ooh. Back in the day, because I saw, I, we've talked about this day many times, I saw Ghostbusters and Karate Kid in the same day. One of my greatest movie days of my life, because yeah, they're both sure. influential to this day. And Iconic. Fortunately, we didn't get to see the new Ghostbusters movie, which has kind of been my... Corona. Like, the biggest disappointment, I think, so far this year is that we not, we're not getting that. Yeah. Like, I'm fine when we haven't gotten Black Widow yet, because... Yeah, that one, just, just throw that one it, on I'm streaming. not marveled out, but it's just like... Maybe the break's been good. I am s- sad about Wonder Woman. I would have liked to have gotten Wonder Woman this summer. Wasn't that supposed to be? Yeah, I mean, but we're ge- we're getting it. Oh sure. And I think I think that's going to be better than Black Widow. And oh yeah, of course. So anyway, um, but Karate Kid. I mean, it was such an influential movie. I mean, my God, everybody had a fucking bonsai tree. Everybody learned to do the crane. Everybody kick. was crane kicking, wax on, wax off. God, I wish we would have had TikTok and Twitter back in. 84 when this right? came out. How many white dudes oh my God. fail on karate? Wearing that fucking headband. Did you have a headband? Yes. No. I had a headband. No. I my, mom cool thought I, my mom thought I looked like uh, Ralph Macchio, so she wanted me. To, no, I mean, she didn't like dress me up, but she was always like, here's the shirt. This is like the shirt he wears. I'm like, you're oh, yeah. a fucking psycho. <laughs> uh, but I was Karate Kid for Halloween. That was on my own thing. I did like ghee and we got a, a little iron on sign for the back and yeah, so I had my my bandana. Nice. But yeah, I mean um Daniel Russo, Mr. Miyagi. My cat's name is Miyagi. It is. Yeah. And uh yeah, influential movie, dude. I mean and I mean soundtrack. Well, I mean it's just kind of one of the like a it's a pulp col- pop culture phenomenon, really. Yes. Mimicked Throughout uh, movies and television since then, right? Um, spawning three other movies, yeah. Karate Kid Two, Karate Kid Three, and the next Karate Kid. Kid. Oh, and then the remake, which yeah. I guess is considered same universe. Actually, is it? Well, know. Will Smith is a producer on Cobra Kai. Do you know he that? Is, you yes, know that? but yeah. So, and I, I think, think that he just bought the title of. I'm sure. What a, whatever's made I, going forward. I don't think he on. has much to do with it, but no. I think I think the creators have said, as far as they're concerned, everything is canon. Okay. Not that we're going to see <laughs> Jaden Smith. Jayden I mean, but you know, step in and kick somebody in the face. Right. Maybe they'll they can just at some point go to that fucking temple and reference Jackie Chan's character or some shit. I don't know. The car. Either way. Yeah. Either way. Did you um, see the remake, the new one? Yeah. Okay. I didn't hate it. I mean, it didn't have like the heart. I mean, Certainly at all. Not. But it, but it took a different aspect. And I thought Jackie Chan was really good. Yes. You know, I thought he was obviously the one that sells that movie. It was a little bit more violent. And sure. It was a little more up to date. Yeah. I, I didn't think acceptable. like I thought if the other movies didn't exist and that movie came out, it would have. 
maybe not, it wouldn't have had the same impact, no. but it would have been received a little bit better. Sure. You know what I'm saying? Cause it would have, it was, it's a timeless story, but it's like, you know, you took the heart out of it. And that's the yeah. whole thing with the crowd of kid. It's kind of the cheese and schmaltz and the, and the whiny Daniel LaRusso and, you know, it and dropped at the perfect time. It was right. the perfect movie at the at the perfect. It time. was a nineteen eighty four movie. That yes, hit at the right. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Karate Kid two. We won't get too much into this, but you think it's a superior movie? I, I enjoy. Uh, man, how do I how do I say this? It's like with our Marvel, we have all of these favorite characters and moments, and while some movies are just better movies, that doesn't mean that we like them more right. than we like these other stories that we find more sure, personal. Sure. Um, for me, that's Karate Kid too. Um, I Daniel is a much better character. He's a much more likable individual in the second one. Um, uh, yeah, less mom in the second one. No, mom. Dan, Daniel's mom is neurotic and weird, and even we we experience that again through. Cobra Kai, um, that she's just kind of insufferable. Yeah, she was kind of a bitch in that one episode for like no reason. Yeah, like, where are they going through? Yeah, um, no, I watched part two last night, and it was like at one point I think we were like an hour and fifteen minutes into the movie, and my kids were like, "Is there any karate in this movie?" Very little, <laughs> and there really is because even like the scenes where Chosen roughs up Daniel, it's just like he kicks him and yeah, kind of Good punks punch. him out. You know, yeah. and that's and that's all I was. I was like, but I think a lot of this is you're learning that he's growing as a person in yes. this one. And it's not all about karate. He sucked at karate in this one, though. And two. He just looked bad doing it. He didn't look great in the first one doing it. No, that's true. That was never the the strong. And, and that's, I guess, what kind of cracks me up about Cobra Kai is he's kind of perceived as like this kind of legend in this yeah. area. And we're just like Kung Fu Master. <laughs> okay. Um all right, and then part three we 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 can dive into that one later. Because I think uh further Cobra Kai seasons will probably delve a little bit more into I don't know. I'd like to see them bring Chosen back. You ever watch King of the Hill? No. no, damn it. I have a great King of the Hill reference, but you won't get it. Nope. Um, I just always thought it'd be great if, like, Yukio came back and was like, oh, uh, this is your... <laughs> this is your love child. <laughs> it's your son. <laughs> but it was just like, you know, in King of the Hill, this happens. Hank, it takes his dad to go apologize to this woman, and he finds out he has a brother, but he just, like, looks exactly like Hank Hill, but Asian. I was just like, you know, you can get Dan to play his brother, and everybody's like, mm, <laughs> I can't do that. No, no. <laughs> but anyway, I just, but no, I would totally say bring Chosen back at some point. I mean, I don't know if you could make it make sense to work him into all of a sudden this guy's in, where are they? Wherever, California. Yeah. Are they in Reseda? Reseda. Um, but yeah, so anyway, it's a cultural phenomenon and then, you know, um, it, it kind of touched upon pop culture again when it was brought up on How I Met Your Mother. Yes. Uh, where Barney justifiably argues, I think, that Johnny, Johnny is, is the, the karate hero. kid. He's the, he's the one to root for. He's the one yes. that knew karate. 
Daniel took his girl. He was rightfully, you know. He screwed him over at the dance. Yeah. Yeah, unprovoked. Sucker punched him at the beach. Yeah. Yeah, so, and so this was like, he, you know, um, he's the Karate Kid, which I think inspired the writers of this. And let me pull their names up real quick. Do you have their... This is let's see, John Hurwitz. I think he's like the main dude, right? John Hurwitz. Hayden Schlossberg. Uh, there's a handful. Yeah, there's a bunch of guys, directors and, and listeners, writers. I mean, anyway, so they basically approached William Zabka. And uh, we're like, you know, we want to bring this back and we want to kind of paint it from the perspective of Johnny as the protagonist who's endured this kind of life of torment because he lost this. His life has gone to shit because yeah. he got kicked in the face in 1984. <laughs> it's basically is, the story of, which is of Johnny. Which is, it's ridiculous. Yes. It's played as ridiculous. Yes. Because everybody kind of treats it as, why are you guys still... Yeah, like, why is this fucking town so obsessed with... Karate from 1984. That it, it, I mean, seriously, the whole. Why are they so obsessed with karate? Really? Yeah. yeah. Like, takes over the lives of these high school students. Daniel certainly has not let it go. John no. has not let it go. The wife is the only, Daniel's wife is the only sane one when it comes to this fucking karate. Right. So they went to William Zabka, you know, and obviously he was like, well, I'll, you know, obviously I only do it if. If Ralph's on board and, you know, and his, his point of his, he's like, yeah, it has to be funny, but you know, it can't be a joke. And, you know, you have to find a way to, to give it the heart, you know, that the movie's had and pay respect to, um, Pat Morita. Um, and I think they've found that, you know, honestly, yeah, absolutely. Because I think both Johnny and Daniel are very interesting characters even if they're both total morons at times. Absolutely. You know, you know they, they're, they're like you said it before we got started recording, they're both the good guy and the bad guy. Yeah. You know. Um, so, yeah. So, all right. So, we come in with Johnny. And he's down on his luck. And he befriends this kid who he rescues in very much the way that Daniel was rescued from him in the movie from by Mr. Miyagi Miguel he's getting picked on by a bunch of kids he lives across the way from yeah they from live at him. the same apartment complex <clears throat> and I, first of all I think his all his reactions interactions with the kids are just so great absolutely <laughs> he's just like so just kind of like up front and he is 100% 1984 that guy did not move forward and progress in any way. Technology, the beer he drinks. Oh, man. Coors is like a fucking sponsor of this show, the, right? Yeah, absolutely. I'm like a producer. Every I'm like expecting to say ex- executive producer, Coors yeah, Bottling yeah, Company. Yes. <laughs> uh, the car that he drives, the clothes that he wears, the mindset that he has, mm-hmm. everything is still very 1984 still for that guy. Um, <clears throat> yeah, he's still... 
And so he 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 bails. He steps in, beats the crap out of some high school kids, and you know, basically becomes Mr. Miyagi to Miguel. Yes. So it paints the perspective of you have a kid who's. I mean, he's lost his dad, which we don't know how he lost his dad or where his dad is. I kind of get the feeling his dad may come back in. Yeah, he's gonna pop up at some point. Yeah. Um. After but the he's, he's being raised by a single mom and his grandma, who is Yaya, one of the best characters She's great. on the show. Yeah, love like her. when she smoked smoked a joint before the <laughs> tournament at the end. Yep. Um, and, and so basically, I think it paints because now you have Johnny, who does he's not a bad guy. We see that early on; he's not such a bad guy, even if he is an asshole. Yes, taking over, like. Uh, not a guardianship. He he trains Miguel. He becomes a sensei. A sensei, yeah. You know, but it begins more than that. You know, as the season yeah. progresses, you know, he becomes does become a father figure, uh, very much to him. But it's it is Daniel being trained by Cobra Kai is what you get. Yes, you know, and and the evolution of Miguel because of that is. You know what would have happened to you know? I think there's there's a lot of things like this that are interesting ways of taking of looking at the story they're telling. How Daniel would have turned out had he actually walked into that studio by himself, right? And he walked and not and not gotten scared off by Johnny being in there Mm -hmm. when he when he went in that first day. Absolutely. But you also have Johnny who he's trying not to make the same mistakes that Crease made with him, and sometimes. That is superseded by him being an asshole. Yeah, his delivery <laughs> he's, is he's all He's very wrong. much Walter Matthau from Bad News Bears in, yes. in, in every sense. You know, there's kind of like, you know, he drinks, he cusses, you know, he's up front. He just, you know, he'll punch just a kid. Scene individual. <laughs> um, you know, and then you have kind of Daniel, who's you know who's become the successful car dealer. He's more the modern man. Yeah, and but he's totally living off this, which I think is hilarious. This moment he had he, giving he, away bonsai trees with every car sold. His commercials are him karate chopping prices. Yeah, you know who the fuck cares? Right. It is just like really. I mean, people. How many people from 1984 in Reseda are still in Reseda? <laughs> you you got to think that all of these people have moved there or grown up since then. Right. Wondering, who the hell is this karate dude and why is he karate stuff? But now he's like, a, yeah, he's just like kind of a gimmick, I, th- yeah. I think. You know, because there, there's been episodes where people are like, oh, that's like a thing for you. I thought oh, it yeah. was just your your commercial. But yeah, but he's totally living off of it. And, you know, and initially him and Johnny have, you know, some funny interactions when they, you know, because it's funny because it, at the beginning of the show, it's like they haven't seen each other for like a while. Yes. But now it's like they just <laughs> casually run into it all, all the time. Well, oh, uh, it always makes for great. Daniel's daughter, Samantha, um, her and her friends crash into him. Oh, crash into Johnny's car. Yeah. That's right. Um, so, so immediately, very quickly on, they're intertwined through the daughter. Right. The daughter essentially brings these two back into each other's lives. Which makes a lot of sense 
as the you know, especially as the show goes on. Sure. But yeah, I mean, and I, I just think their scenes together are always so great because there's such animosity, but it's like all for all of them, the longer they're together, the more they get along. Yes. And we see that when they end up at the same restaurant together, pushing tables together because of the women in their lives. So right. Daniel's wife and uh, yeah, Miguel's mom. Yeah. Um, and and they have a night out together. Uh, and I think that that is probably one of the better scenes in... Yeah, there's that one. And then there's the one from first season when he wants to go test drive the car. Because he's going to yeah. give him the car. And he's like, I want to test drive it because I don't fucking trust you. Right. And so they and that it turns into, let's go get a beer. And they bond over the music they're listening to. And, you know, and it's just... Again, I, I think for me, it's it's like Bill and Ted, where you can just tell that they're happy to be doing these scenes, yes. and that they're enjoying having the, this departure of being able to play these characters thirty years later and ha- have this weird animosity towards each other. Which, it, uh, like I've said, is it's kind of the running joke. Which you know, the wife is just like, "Oh my god, you're still just living in the past here." And but isn't that a you know a nice representation of Ralph Macchio? Yeah. In general. Oh, I yeah. mean, what else has that guy got going since 1984? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's just, it, it's fun. So it's it's fun to see them together. And uh, as Johnny is training Miguel, and Miguel is going from this sweet kid who's been picked on and, you know, just needs to learn to defend himself. His band of nerds have joined him. Right. He starts talking his friends into it. And uh, his buddy... Eli goes all in to the Cobra Kai mentality of being a badass. He shaves his head into a fucking mohawk, gets a hawk tattoo on his back, and changes his name to Hawk, which I love the the dude that's always, like, calling him Eli. Yes. Um, Can't think of his his character's name in a second, but where are we at? All right. So, all right. So we've got, as he's training Miguel, Daniel starts training Robbie, who's Johnny's son, estranged son from like just a hookup that he had. Yes. And this kid wants to get back at his dad, so he gets a job with LaRusso Auto. And that ultimately leads him, you know, kind of getting to know him a little bit and learning karate. And it just kind of becomes a fluid Daniel's having trouble finding anyone in his own circle willing to train with him. Yeah, his daughter has karate experience, but she's not into it right now. His son is a worthless turd. Yeah. Yeah, I feel bad for this kid. I'm like, what's, yeah. the, what's the point of this character? Can even? we just kill him off somehow? He's just, like, so useless. He just comes on screen and, like, makes a smart-ass comment. I'm like, or we could just not have this moment because yeah. it's not doing anything. Unless they're going somewhere with it, maybe. I don't know, but... There's no seeds being planted. <laughs> if no. They are. No, this kid looks um, motivi- motivated by nothing. And again, creates a lot of tension, especially, you know, when they do have these moments, you know, like I said, they go to have the, have drinks and they're like, and Johnny's going in to see his dojo or whatever. And Robbie shows up. He's like, what the hell? You're teaching blah, blah, blah. And they, they fight. Communication. Yeah. Let's all just sit down and talk for a minute. Yeah. If, if there was communication between any characters, there wouldn't be two seasons going on three of this show. Correct. <laughs> so anyway, so this, you know, and now uh, uh, this, I guess, brings us to the end of season one, right? They have the All Valley. 
the tournament comes around, and I love the guy in his mats. Yes. This we guy's like, ooh, the blue colors. mats. Everybody's coming for the mats. They're like, nobody gives a shit about the mats. Yes. Um, and, you know, we get down to a, uh, who do we got here? Miguel, Hawk. The dumbass makes this big, long speech. Right. Um, and Robbie, who enters the tournament, unbeknownst to anyone. And Daniel uh, signs on. Yeah. We get the Miyagi Do. Yeah, Daniel. Joke again. Daniel agrees to fight him for the in the in the last match when he goes up against Miguel. And I love the the announcer when he's like, "Daniel Russo's gonna coach. Daniel yeah. Russo's gonna coach, ladies, ladies and gentlemen. gentlemen." Yeah, and it's just you know, and obviously it's the play on you know, Daniel Russo's gonna fight. Yes. You know, and which is like the fun thing about this show is how they do work those in, and it's just stupid and silly. And but it's it's just like pretty right. constant. It is. And I love Some, it. Sometimes you know the cutbacks to like. The show, the movies can be a bit too much. Yes. But no, I get it. I get where you're going with this. I know what you're referring to. But sometimes it's just right. Um, and Miguel ends up winning this, win, winning that fight by fighting dirty against what Johnny's trying to yes. explain to him. And Johnny's pissed. Yeah. And, and this is after Johnny goes into this with a no mercy. And then he realizes yes. his son's in the, there and he gets hurt. Hawk points it out. Yeah. Hawk hurts him, right? Hawk's yeah. the one that fucks him up. And yeah. yeah, he's like, go after his shoulder. And, you know, this Miguel's all in on the Cobra Kai mentality. So he's like, no yes. mercy, Sensei. I'm going to win this. And we, we left out a very important detail in all of this. Did we? Miguel and Samantha's relationship that absolutely turns Miguel into That's a right. creepy weirdo they stalker. They date for like four days. Yeah. And then, yeah. He, they went on like one date to the to the yeah. water park that, miniature yeah, right. golf place. And that creates tension between him and Robbie. Yes. And so. Sets so up this fight. Miguel seriously Miguel thinks he's going to win this fight and win her back. Yes. She's coming back to me. Right. So, so then we get, yeah, the fight. Miguel wins. Fight's dirty. Everybody's pissed. Yeah. So. Robbie learns a valuable lesson. Daniel learns a valuable lesson. And as we go into season two, they continue that relationship. Yes. Cobra Kai is now the winners, and all these kids are just feeding their egos. Oh, no! Oh. I'm, I'm just wait. Can you see the look on my face, yes. Tim? I'm just hold looking on. At you like don't because do it. Don't go on. Yeah. Before before we go on, the uh, closing uh, of season yeah, one. The season ends with Crease coming back. Like a silhouette. Didn't he? Of wasn't he also dead in part three? Wasn't that the I whole mean, thing? I don't know. I don't know what. They, they fake his death in part three. They did. They did. Because, anyway, so Chris comes back, and we've talked about it. this guy's awful. Just Martin the worst. Cove. I mean, God bless him, but you know, I hate this character. With it, 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 and you're supposed to. Yeah. Uh, you're obviously you're yeah. supposed to. There's nothing redeemable. Nothing likable. But you know, it in it again. It it affects Johnny because it's somebody that was a big part of his life, but a tormentor also, sure, yeah. you know? And, um, so yeah, so Crease is back. He wants, he wants to get in on some Cobra Kai being successful because they're back. Yeah, this is my thing. So we go on to season two, Cobra Kai's loading up, man. People are signing up. They want, they want to be a part of this Which badass. begs the question, where are all these kids' parents? I don't know. Did That's a lot of questions. Not a lot of late night training sessions. And be like, what the hell are you teaching my kid? Why does my kid now have a mohawk and a giant hawk tattooed yeah. on his back? She's a bad mom. 
yeah, you're you're terrible people if your kids are being tricked. Well, she got him beat up by calling the school in that one episode anyway. So sure. she's obviously an idiot. So, anyway, excuse me. Uh, so Cobra Kai's back. Badder than ever. Uh, Samantha's now going to train with Daniel yeah, and Robbie. On, and they've kind of got their thing going on. Yeah. That thing on the little floating thing was kind of silly. Daniel and how they is... tied that in later on, that was kind of silly. Yeah. We're... Like, I'm not sure this really worked for me. They, they learned to... Do choreographed move, movements, and it helps in a fight later on in the Yeah, they mall. fight in a circle. What's the kid's name in the mall that they save? Uh, Dimitri. Dimitri, thank you. I, I love and hate Dimitri. Yes. I think he's evolved nicely. Yes. He's been the... He was a stereotype for a while. You guys are idiots for getting this into karate. He, he refuses to call Hawk by Hawk. He's like your Eli Moskowitz. <laughs> but he also was like, dude, it's getting you chicks, man. I mean... <laughs> So, yeah, um, and he he has a nice arc where he finally joins Miyagi-Do. Um, and he does some stuff. Yeah, he He's finally working. does. He finally does. He does some stuff with muscles and uh, learns some teamwork. Uh-huh. And then has a nice, he has a nice moment there at the end of season two where he, he gets he to fight Hawk again. And, Kung Fu some stuff. Um, where else do we want to go season two here? Uh yeah, Hawk in the Cobra Kai man, they just really go all in, especially with Kreese just pulling the strings throughout yeah. that season. And and it becomes clear that Kreese is steadily taking over, trying to take over Cobra Kai, taking advantage of what he perceives as Johnny's weakness, and that being the kids, mm-hmm. and using the kids um, against each other. I mean, you know, he's he's definitely playing the. You guys want to be badass. You know, you need to listen to me, not yeah. him. Johnny's Johnny's going through some stuff. He's getting soft. All the while, Johnny is still 1984 Johnny and still wants to believe in Crease and everything that he... Right. I've changed. And I'm that's his thing. Because and... Johnny wants his own redemption. Yes. He, I think his character feels like he has to feel... He has to give Crease a chance at redemption and cause he wants it. So it's like, if I'm not letting him have it, how is anybody going to let me have, you know? And he thinks he's in control of all of this. Right. And you see very quickly that Johnny Kreese tries no to play pathetic. Oh yeah. You know, and he tries to, but I just love how he just does. And then he, he just always has like a scene ending, like token cheesy bad guy line. Yes. The real story's just beginning. Yeah. The real fight continues. <laughs> it's just always Ridiculous. like, and it's, he's always like, they always cut to him and he's standing there, like, that menacing glare, like trying, trying to like, you know, he's puff got his a, arms. yeah, he's got his fists under his biceps to puff him, and he's always like right there by the Cobra Kai strike first, yes. strike hard, no mercy. The either the painted on, it's either the snake or the the stencil stencils. Yeah. Um, but again, and I, I think okay. Here's where I'd like to kind of as we as we kind of will kind of conclude this discussion. What I love in this the, the the season ends with that big fight. The culmination becomes a chick Miguel has started seeing that joined Cobra Kai. She a little badass. She just like Miguel. She sees. Miguel and Samantha kiss at a party. So she gets on the intercom at school one day. It's like, bitch, I'm coming after you. So she goes and starts this fight. It's high school musical with karate. Yeah. And so, of course, going to stop these two, Robbie and Miguel end up fighting just 
because they can't stop for a moment and realize that they're each trying to stop this fight. Yes. Nobody <laughs> wants this to happen. So it launches into this insane 15-minute choreographed high school free-for-all Cobra Kai versus Miyagi-Do melee yeah. that goes all over the school begging the question, where the fuck is any adult in this building? I mean, one comes up at one point and gets his ass kicked, but that's after a, a long time of yes. things happening. Where if you, you know, you've been to school, you know that motherfuckers are always right there. Yes. Where's the school resource officer? Right, right. Either way. Um, and then, you know, big fight. Miguel gets kicked over the... Yeah. Over the rail. Cracks, cracks his back. Kicks him over the rail. Bringing a, a violent end to season two. I mean, you know, the season... It, I, I feel like this is a season, and I kind of jumped through it because it really is just kind of, I think, one story where it's like all these characters kind of lose control of their own balance in their life. Yes. It, it, everyone is consumed by Johnny, what's going on. Daniel... You know, Daniel's too consumed with Cobra Kai and losing balance in his life. His wife is going to leave him. Right. Johnny's got his, he's got all kinds of shit going on this season. And, you know, Miguel, you know, all these kids, it's it's, it's all chaos. And, and Daniel, the whole time, he's talking about balance, which is a lot of what Miyagi yes. taught. Daniel's son, you need focus, you need balance, you know. Um and it ends with, you know, we're, we're, they really kind of leave it open of where it ended with he's in a coma. Miguel is, yeah. Right. They didn't really say what happened to Robbie so much. Yeah, he just kind of took off. And I think that's kind of left more so they can kind of write a good spot for him to be in instead of being like, yeah, how we're gonna oh, I wish we wouldn't this. have had, had him get arrested, you know. But I get the feeling that uh, Daniel's going to be grounded. Yes. From teaching karate for a while. The the dojo is closed. We saw him packing up the dojo. Crease has taken over Cobra Kai from Johnny. Yes. He's and the kids the kids are on the board building with it. from him. Yeah, Hawk and uh Aisha. Yes. And the other idiots. That yeah, he just took Raymond. It, took, took it over. What do you think about Fat Raymond? The thirty-five-year-old guy that yeah, goes and does karate I, I was with kids. Hoping, I was hoping we could just not talk about okay, that. Okay, good. Dude. Good. Well, the, the think, fucking Richard Jewell guy. I, I think that says enough. Jesus about Christ, him. dude! He is. The, it's the most obnoxious character I think I've ever seen. It's like his 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 jokes don't match anything no, on the show. He does it's not like fit. it's like the he was like. I can only imagine that he was like throwing tantrums and wanting to write as well. Because I, I can't imagine how this meshed. He went full hawk. It's weird. Yeah, and we're talking about a gentleman from Richard Jewell. Who's, he's good in that movie. I mean, you know, I mean, the movie is, is fine, but, man, he just doesn't. He's like this 30-year-old dude in a teenager karate class. Yeah. Going to teenage parties, taping beers to his hands. Nothing fits. And it's like everything is just like his dialogue. Everything he does, it's like they just were like, fuck, I didn't realize all this was in the contract when we signed it with him. Right. Shit, we have to like let him do this, <laughs> you know. It, anyways, yeah, he's awful. Um, but I, I, I think it's interesting where they kind of leave things. Johnny is kind of leaving Cobra Kai behind. Yeah, and I think that's where it should be, because I'm assuming he and Daniel will 
partner up somehow. I think Johnny will end up training his own son, Robbie. And I think me or Miguel will go to will end up being trained by Daniel post injury. Hmm. And like Daniel and Johnny kind of like balance each other. Ooh. That's interesting. So, and that's what I mean. I like he'll go and he'll kind of bring that balance to Cobra Kai where it's like still that badass mentality, but at the same time, it's center and focus and control. And so there's a lot of interesting ways I think they can go. They could also bring Chosen in. They're obviously bringing Allie in, who, yeah. Jesus Christ, this chick, if he, part two, he's only with her for like a few months, right? Don't we learn that it's just a few months later that. Yeah, she wrecks she, the car and leaves she, him. Yeah, and, for the football player. Yeah. So it's like, man, must have been some magic pussy. Yeah. To for to fuck those two dudes. Up. He pined. Johnny pines for her for two seasons. Yeah. I mean, her name is brought up. Oh, any any time he Daniel talks about her too, he's like, "Well, I'm not friends with her on Facebook." Yeah, he knows a lot of shit about her for someone who's stalker. Right. So, um, anyways, this show met all my expectations because when I saw, when I heard they were making it, I was like, ah, that's interesting. I was like, but it's going to be on YouTube. What the fuck? How good could it be? Right. Right. Then when I saw the first trailer, I remember thinking, holy shit, that could be lightning in a bottle. Yeah, that could be fun. But I never got around to watching it on YouTube. You know, um, now it's on Netflix. Available. Jesus, we binged those two seasons and. Three Thir- days. 36 hours, pretty yeah. much, honestly. I did the same thing. I, I yeah. got to it uh, and, right and, as the pandemic started. When, when I got laid off the first time, Right. I got uh, the YouTube TV. And I, I've, this has been something I've been pushing these two weeks since. It's just been like, man, if you, you, know, if you appreciate that first movie, just you have to watch this yeah. because it 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 does you said you said something about me being team Johnny not not at all I, I love the both of them together and like I said I, I I think the show is coming to where these two guys need to try to find balance with each other and I think that's what it's gonna come to is you know that perspective I like at, the fact that at times I dislike all of these people. I think there is reason, even the kids, to dislike all of them for some reason or another. But yet I'm still compelled to. But you like all of them, too. I want you to be better because I like you and I know that it's, I have that grow up and be better aspect of me that's watching them and and rooting for them. Like even with Hawk, where it's like, I'm curious to see where where they go with him. Is he, because right now he's the... The kid that got picked on because he has like a his fucking hair yeah. yeah. He he's been picked on to the point where he does something. He takes his own destiny and his to own reinvent hands. himself to to the extreme, sure. you know, and yeah. it it pushes him you know over that edge, and you know, and it is like, does he come back or does he just or does he he just become the he's so far that gone. that's the that's the dark path of Cobra Kai. Yeah. It can take somebody that really was a good kid, nice kid. He just kind of got teased a lot to the point yeah. where he just fucking he snapped. Was vulnerable. Yeah. You know, but then you have that also with Miguel, who was, you know, like we said, he was the Daniel. And he's gone through, you know, kind of losing his anger, 
you know, toward he he really the second season he's kind of seeing through the the smoke. Yes. He doesn't trust Crease. And I think I think he's also seeing it wear on Johnny. Also, I think is part yeah. of what he's seeing, you know, because that's they're getting closer. Um, it, it, you know, and like you said, it it does make them all kind of they're all good guys, they're all bad guys. They are. And there's you know like again there's that balance again that the show preaches, and you know, it's it'll it'll be fun to watch, you know, and you know like I said my my kids just finished all yesterday, even they're just like it's just fun to watch. It it's is. just a fun show to watch. It's yeah. silly, and it does take. You know, like I said, what Ralph Macchio had said, what he wanted the show to be, he wanted it to be funny, but not a joke. Yes. You know, and I think it does a really good job of of making fun of it a lot, but without it's not satirizing it or yeah. you know, it's not a parody. You it's know? got some wonderful it nostalgia is, in it. Yeah, it's got heart. It is, you know, you know, and it is it's fun to look at what these two people would be like when they just can't get over this goddamn. All you know, Valley and, and, Karate and Tournament. Even, uh, dude says that at the tournament, he's like, this has been going on for 50 years. <laughs> Where the hell have I been? <laughs> um, anyway, but that's Cobra Kai, man. It's, it's a good time. It's on Netflix. Season one and season two are streaming now. Season three is shot. <clears throat> it's in the can. We're just waiting for it. Yeah, and they said they're just, they just delayed that a little bit. Yeah. If, more people time to catch on. I think it's coming I spring. I don't think we need five months of time to to get on board. No, I also think they kids. went in Netflix a little bit. Yeah. Probably beefed it up, steroided it. Um, all right, so what else is going on with you going forward? Um, what's coming up this week? Still just tenants out? Um, yeah, I think that's it. We're we're getting new episodes of some of our favorite shows, The Boys. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah! I just started watching that. Well, I think maybe we'll we can have an sh- episode about that soon. Sure, I would love Let that. Me get caught up, Ted, Ted Lasso. Uh, I was, yeah, I was yeah. just going to say Ted Lasso. We should get into that too. If that is not just the sweetest, most heartwarming show that's been around in, in and good quite for a while. KC boy Jason Sudeikis, man. Yes, love it. That's got a good cast. I like that show. It's, I wasn't sure. Like, I really like, what was the thing he did a few years ago? So, NBC Sports secured the rights for the English Premier League. Okay. So, they were broadcasting every English Premier League in the U.S. for the first time. Um, And Ted Lasso was, hey, guys, we know you're not soccer fans, but here's a funny little thing with a guy you know. Right. To try and make this all make a little more sense for you and lighthearted. Right. Come watch our The our premise Saturday was he Sundays. was a football coach, American football coach that was hired to coach a team in English England. soccer team. Yeah. Football. And he doesn't really know much about it. Not a damn thing. And I love the fact that he coached Wichita State. Wichita State. <laughs> How great was that? Took them from last place in the in the nation to a national championship in a year. Hilarious. Fantastic. Wichita State does have a football team. Lots of lots uh, of Kansas City stuff wrapped. Yeah, in that there show. there is, and his I like his assistant coach too, Mr. Beard. Yeah, Coach Beard. He's he's hilarious. Uh, that's a good show. So yeah, that's on Apple TV. Apple TV. Give that one a watch. Yeah, half hour episodes. It's easy watch. Streaming. How many streaming de- devices do you have? Devices or, or just or how services? Many services. Oh gosh, um, YouTube TV. Apple you do TV. you do subscribe to YouTube? So, uh-huh. okay. I have YouTube. 
uh, because I, I, I got rid of cable and satellite and all of that. So, um, what does that give you? Live? Uh, YouTube? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I don't. Yeah. I don't. I don't watch it. So. Oh yeah. <coughs> no. Um, Hulu, Netflix, Amazon, mm-hmm. Disney, Hulu. Oh, David. You still there? I'm still here. What the hell? <laughs> I thought you powered off. I did. I was a speaker. I was confused. Um, yeah, I have. I so you still have them all. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, yeah. I've got all a, the big ones. HBO. Yeah, yeah Peacock. HBO. Um, I have the free Peacock. I have Peacock. That's we probably watched that. We're gonna get into a little bit more because I want to watch like the Universal Monster movies. CBS. Yeah, yeah. I don't have CBS. But we we have had it before. Yeah, I'm in the middle of my 30 day. Okay. Pre trial. I mean. Oh, and then Nick just got Hulu. No, not Hulu. Sling. He he bought himself a Sling account so we can watch baseball and basketball. Nice. I get that through YouTube. So okay. Love it. All right. Cool. Well, let's have a... Yeah, we'll get together next week. We'll record some more episodes, man. It's been... Back at it. Let's do it, man. Back to school. All right. Um, Cobra Kai, thanks for listening to Real Hooligans. Uh, we are available on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Um, we stream through Podomatic. You can go to realhooligans.podomatic.com. And, uh, yeah, follow me on Twitter. Real Tim English. David is DMC Keeper. I don't tweet that much. I tweet Listen to the show, share the show, and interact with us. You can interact with us. That's what I'd like. If you interact with us at all, respond to our, when we post the show, we say, hey, you guys fucking suck. You're stupid. Or you're shit. All right, man. Later, Jeff. Wash your hands. Thanks, man.